Hello. Okay, should be in now. Yeah, Puff is connected to the web app. Super. Okay. Let me just. Yep, now I can see your face too. That's even better. <laughs> Charming. All right, ready to go, Puff? Yep. Welcome, everyone, to yet another episode of Oh My God, They Were Teammates. Oh my God, they were teammates. Thank you. Today, it's just me, Iris, and Puff. It's like, it's still the off season, though technically it's the preseason. Yeah, no, we decided to, we, we, we were doing it every two weeks, but we decided to push this episode because we just didn't have that much content for you guys. I'm sorry. Yeah, and then media day happened, and then we suddenly had a ton of content, so that's That good. did help, yes. We can start it off with our, our tiny little representation station segment. We have yet another female assistant GM. Um, I feel like we got the first one like a couple months ago and now suddenly there's seven. Yeah, no, I can't. I'm losing track of which teams, which is a good thing, but yeah. I'm losing track. <laughs> oh, this time it's uh, it's the Kraken, actually. The Seattle Kraken yeah. uh, hired Alexandra Mandricki as their assistant GM. Way to go. Like, it's it feels like we have one of these uh, assistant GM announcements like every episode now, which is really cool. Yeah, it is really nice. Maybe it's just like it's off season, but it's it's nice. Keep doing it. The Sens announced their new uh, leadership core, which basically is just the same, except for Claude Giroux as an alternate captain this year. Mm -hmm. uh, other alternate captain is uh, Tom Shabbat, as usual, and Brady Kachuk is the captain, which is a never-ending source of delight for me to have Captain <laughs> Brady Kachuk captaining 34-year-old yeah. uh, Claude Giroux. I know. It brings me brings me joy. It brings me great joy. Just, but also, I feel like I just maybe can't even if... imagine what that dynamic looks like. Like, I, to be a fly on the wall, I would give. So oh much. man, I kind of want like, yeah, I want to be a fly on the wall in in that room for sure. Mm -hmm. I feel like it might be nice for Claude Giroux to not have like the weight of the franchise on his shoulders again, like he did in in Philadelphia. But also, yeah. having a twenty three year old captain who literally just turned twenty three like earlier this week. Yeah. Yeah. Who let that child run things? Well, speaking of that, is uh, speaking of child captains, Suzuki? yeah, how old is Nick Suzuki? Because he was just named captain of the Habs. Yeah, which I th I think we were like, I'm uh, sorry, Jess couldn't make it today. She really had a lot of thoughts about this. Um, I feel like we all saw that one coming. Like, I think we we mentioned it in a previous episode. I... We did. I think I think around the dra time of the draft, we said we thought yeah. he might be named captain at the draft, and apparently he was offered to be made captain at the draft, and then he I think he declined at the time, but now he's accepted. Or he it. had to think about it. I think. Yeah, more he had like, to think hey. about it or whatever. Yeah. And they're already like, people in the press are like being dicks about his French not being good enough. So you know, oh I can God. understand that he needed a little bit of time to decide. Yeah, Montreal can be like that, unfortunately. Yeah. Um, speaking of uh, Montreal, actually, um, oh, this yeah. is just a funny, funny off-ice story. Um, apparently, Brendan Gallagher literally came to practice with a cut over his nose, and when they asked him what was going on, he got punched in the face during a hug. Yep. 
and not was, like you know brendan gallagher gets punched in the face because no it was accidental um it was accidental chris weidman uh, completely yeah. accidentally did yeah it. no i was just i was just about to look up who that was yeah it was chris weidman um uh, like uh, yeah so he showed up to skate like they hadn't even they were gonna do a scrum and they i think yeah. they'd been an hour of skating without pucks so like there's no possible reason he should have this huge gash on his nose yet, right? And but yet, it's so on brand. Gallagher, he will find a way. <laughs> yeah, he's but it's so on brand. So Eric Engels, one of the Habs reporters, asks him like, "So so what's up with that? How did you get that already?" And then um, and then he said Chris Weidman accidentally punched him in the face while giving him a hug, which is just feels yeah. so Brendan Gallagher. Yeah, it does. It's like if, if somebody had just told me that story, I'd be like, sounds fake, but I'd believe it. <laughs> but it really happened. But also, like, in the same, like, along those lines, if you were told someone was wearing Uno shoes in the off season, who would you guess it was? Oh, I don't know. Because Patrick Laine would be one of my first guesses for, like, weird wardrobe decisions that are oh, yeah. somehow stylish. Yeah, well, I don't know. I don't I... Looking at him, I don't like looking at him in those outfits because I feel like I'm looking at an optical illusion somehow, even though there isn't one, and it like confuses my brain, and I I don't like do I don't like it. Also, but like, it's still really funny and really cool, but also like, what is going? Maybe no, I just I'm don't have a sense of style, y'all. It. Just... It's so I'm glad he's experimenting with it. I'd much yeah. rather have that than 26 guys on a team all wearing the exact same suit. Oh, very but true. Sometimes it's just like a lot yeah <laughs> and i don't understand what he's doing no i don't understand it i am delighted by it but i don't understand mm-hmm. it at all yeah me either which is yeah my uh my vibes for a lot of things i wonder how expensive his clothes are like how much money do you think he spends on those clothes well didn't he recently like re-sign a big contract I, i'm pretty sure he can pay for Maybe. them I don't know. Well, well, with other guys, like, I wonder what Jimmy Stu is doing with his new money. Well, I assume eventually he's also going to live his fashion boy dreams because he is that kind of guy. Um, he's mostly well, he going to make sure. He's, yeah, he did say, didn't he, that he's going to make sure his parents don't have to work? Yeah, that's, that's the first thing. With his bones or whatever. I don't remember. I'm sorry. This is very now, One of the first things he said in an interview, like, I'm going to make you know my parents never have to work again that's the first priority so like he resigned massive deals starting next year for like eight years at 8.3 million uh the sentence have like their entire core locked up now and one of the first things he says is that he's gonna make sure his parents don't have to work again which is very very sweet i saw it in a video but now i can't remember what he said i think i think it was something like bone spurs or something like that so he didn't want his dad to have to work because i think it was causing him pain oh that might be possible i haven't seen that video but i'll find it for you but yeah either way i always think it's so lovely when these like especially the really young guys because he's like 20 years old this guy's 20 years old yeah and he's like yeah i'm gonna make sure my parents never have to work again and I mean, sometimes these players are just like us. Like, I want to look after my parents. It's just very sweet. I know. But, like, and the contrast of, like, he's he's doing that with the money. And, like, I don't know, a couple hours later, this tweet from his agent comes up, is posted. Like, 
yeah, he ignored my call like 10 times. I'm glad he finally looked at his texts. It was just very like, let me just drag this guy real quick. It was very funny. This is um, Ben Hankinson, by the way, on Twitter. Um, he's, he's just, yeah. I had to call him to congratulate him since he didn't answer my 10 calls earlier, but at least he read my text. He was apparently too busy at fantasy football draft to chat. It's just dorks, 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 dorks. Yeah, Puff is doing research while we chat, by the way. So yeah, no, I'm um, sorry. I I swear that there was something about this, and now I'm trying to find it. It's gonna drive and then me it's nuts just mag if I don't magically find disappeared. It. Yeah. Oh, uh, who? Oh, I think I found it. Oh, hold on, the page is loading. Okay, control F. Okay, uh, I think the first thing that I'm going to do is that my parents don't have to work anymore. My dad is working really hard right now and he has problems with his knee. He can't really do that job that much longer anymore. So I think that's number one, that my parents don't have to worry about anything anymore. He's not from some legacy family. We've all been in, in sports for very long and make all make a lot of money. Like, yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, it was... It, like, it would have been great anyway, even if it was just, like, I don't want my parents to have to work anymore. But it was especially because he wanted to take care of his dad's health. Like, hey, I took notice of this and my parents have been working so hard and they're all the way. Probably also, you know, they're all the way on the other side of the world. Yeah. For a lot of the year. Like, I yeah. want to be able to do something for them even when I can't be with them. Mm -hmm. He's a good boy. He's a good boy. Speaking of good boys like not in the context of the new battle of alberta presumably but nazim Qadri made a one million dollar donation to the london hospital and they now have a nazim Qadri surgery wing which is just i love that really nice really lovely like he may was was he a london knight at any point was yes nazim Qadri... okay i I, 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 I think so or like he's from the area Oh, he's from that area? Okay, that would make sense. Because I was like, Yeah, because he London? took the cup I, to I London as well. He's he's he was born in uh, in in London, Ontario, yeah. Oh, okay, that makes a lot of sense. I actually had no idea where he He was did from. play for the London Knights as well, by the way. Okay. In the 2008-2009 season, at least. Good. good and in 2009-2010. That was before. Well, it was like the year before he got drafted by Toronto and like his the year after his draft. I didn't know any of that. I'm a fraud. I like my my hockey history cred. You can take it away now. <laughs> no, like no, but like the London Knights are one of those teams where like every time I talk about this guy, like, oh, wait, he was a London Knight too. Like I know, I know so many of them. So many like big name players have played for the London Knights. Like uh, we like to talk about Matthew Kachuk, who played with Mitch Marner on the London Knights. Mm -hmm. We know Patrick Kane played on the London Knights. Uh, um, Christian Dvorak. Dvorak was on that team with, uh, with Marner uh, and Kachuk. Yeah. Um, John Tavares was on the London Knights at some point. Yeah. Like a ton of guys. Yeah, so like no, every I'm time someone's like, surprised. ah, he must have been a London Knight. And then I'm always surprised that I'm right. Yeah, I feel that. Um, yeah, we're, we're gonna, we're gonna have to go to a slightly sadder part of the off the ice, uh, content right now. There was a, a wonderful, beautiful, uh, interview with Brock Besser in The Athletic. 
I couldn't even I I'm I haven't even opened that yet because I know I'm just gonna fucking ball like a baby. I, so, like, I haven't had even opened to it. choke down my tears like a real hockey player. Um, no, it was, it was very moving. Um, uh, as you might know, Brock Besser very recently lost his father after a battle with, uh, Parkinson's. Like, Brock Besser talks about, you know, what the last few years have been like for him. He's, he's gotten a lot of flack over the last year that he hasn't been playing up to the standards or blah, blah, blah. Especially before, before they hired Bruce Boudreaux, like, he was one of the favorite targets of, like... Oh, yeah, like those Twitter guys. Yeah, those, those, those assholes online yeah and no i and then like you mm. know that his dad is like slowly declining and getting worse and his dad couldn't make it to to the games they played when when brock was near them and it was it was very heartbreaking to read and he ended up passing away i think pretty soon after brock got back home for the summers like there's a quote in the article like it was like he was waiting for me to get home or something and it was just like oh cool iris is gonna go ball now thank you Wait, oh my god yeah it, it's okay. it's um it's a wonderful article uh, i recommend it but only if you have tissues close by and, and or you're in a place where you can cry in a place where you can cry because you will yeah yeah maybe don't read this on the bus because then people might awkwardly be like are you okay yeah and you'll be like i'm just having a lot of feelings about brock Besser, which like understandable but they might which not understandable understand. but like i would not be able to explain this in my home country like who the yeah. f- they would not know who Brock Besser is. Yeah. So I just have a lot of feelings about hockey, which is kind of my shorthand for a lot of things. Uh, speaking of things people yeah. are having a lot of feelings about, we had a mass defenseman retirement day recently. Yeah, that was fun. that was like all at once. I like <laughs> did they plan it that way? <laughs> was that a? I don't did know. They have maybe. a meeting. Like hey. Maybe they were like, we're going to make it easy for all the guys in the league and they only have to do like one Insta story <laughs> and then instead of like yeah. six different Insta stories across a few different weeks. It was they were like, three they can this just time, but yeah. Throw, they can just fire them off and then yeah. be done. Uh, but yeah, in, in short order, we had uh, Keith Yandel retiring, which I think Jess and I actually speculated about earlier and had assumed was going to happen because he like did a very lengthy, very emotional goodbye at the last game of the season. Mm. Uh, so we were like, "Yeah, he's probably going to retire. The Iron Man streak is over." Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, Zidane Chara retired, and and I know Mac is very very sad that uh, she is not there for this episode to uh, give her uh, detailed thoughts on how he should be the next commissioner. I believe he's uh, retiring as a Bruin, so he's doing that thing where you sign like a one-day contract. And I believe they're going to retire his jersey. They're already talking about it. So I well, they should. Yeah, yeah. So um, yeah, I'm sure Max emotional about that. That's gonna be the biggest jersey they ever retire. That man is huge. <laughs> it's a terrible. That took joke. me a second. I was like, I was like, what is he really the biggest? Like, I was like, is he really the most notable person who's ever played for the Bruins? And then I meant, realized you meant like physically, size biggest, yeah. <laughs> physically the biggest. Huge. Dude, are there jerseys? Wait, can we? When they pung a jersey in the rafter, is it the size that the player wore, or is it just like? Can we get all the same uh, Nathan Gerby's jersey retired and see if they're actually like the player's size or just like standard yeah. sizing? <laughs> I need to know this. 
they're like, probably like know. standard sizes they're not going to be jerseys the players have actually wore right well not th- not that they'd actually wore but i mean like what if they got a new jersey that the player hasn't worn but yeah. it was their size i mean they should but i don't think like, they all look so uniform next to each other if you see them hanging up so i, I doubt it they do look really uniform but i think it'd be fun it'd be more fun if it was their size and then they had like a chara size jersey next to the other jerseys I do think it's mostly banners, but I think it would be way more fun if they had actual physical jerseys and they were the player yeah. size. Like, they should do that. Why don't they do that? I guess it doesn't look as cool. Like, a banner looks more, like, aesthetic, but I don't want aesthetic. I want it to be, like, representative of the players themselves, even if that looks really fucking goofy. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, yeah. The the funniest thing that I saw after the uh, Chara retirement was actually a tweet um from at barry on twitter uh that turned this into a maple leaves dig because of course uh everything has to turn into a a maple leaves joke now there are no active nhl players who have lost a playoff series to the maple leaves oh my gosh it's been that long since they went around y'all yeah my goodness We, we we don't make these jokes people make them for us yeah, um, like, I don't even think we have to say who the Twitter handle was, because I think so many people were making that joke. <laughs> yeah, but I'm, I'm, I'm just quoting the one we'll probably end up linking. This is from Barry Petschetsky. Yeah, at Barry. At His Barry. name is wow. literally at Barry. Like, wh- wow. What a handle. I, I want to be able to do, like, that? at Iris. Yeah, like, how do you get a handle like that? Man, that's a Were flex. you that early? Yeah. Okay, we're off topic now, but yeah. Yeah, sorry. Um, I bet PK Subban would go for a handle that was just like at PK. Yeah, he would. Now that he's I retired, that maybe him. he can fight someone yeah. for the handle. Though though he he does already PK. have a job, a new job. Like He does have a new job. The job announcement came before the retirement announcement, so we were all like, is he going to retire? Is this <laughs> Like honestly, I think he was the most surprising retirement for me because I was like he's probably just going to sign a slightly lower value contract somewhere maybe play for a couple more years because he's one of the younger guys to retire no i was surprised by this i don't know maybe he just didn't want to be in a league without pricey anymore oh you made it so sad you're welcome i i like i I honestly hope that he'd like come back to montreal for like a little while for like a season and then i hope so something like that it's like yeah i just don't want to pressure him you know it's his choice yeah. if he feels up to it i would love to see him back but also like if he never plays again that's okay yeah. would he has to do what's best for him. yeah and like yeah i, I feel like we've might have seen the last of carry price yeah we might have um but we haven't seen the last of pk suban at least on tv yeah pk will be in a show called pk's places uh on nhl it's expected to hit the air in may 2024 so We'll have to wait quite a while. Ooh. Um, but I cannot wait. I mean, I've seen he's done a bunch of uh hosting things during the playoffs and Yeah, he was on Hockey Night in Canada a few times. He was very funny. I, I love his takes on on the game. He uh he 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 mocked Don Cherry once, and that lives in my me- my mind rent free. Yeah, I feel like we've talked about this <laughs> before, but I think about it all the time. It might be it might have been in the pilot episode, but it's so good. Yeah. He has a great sense of humor. I think it was in the pilot episode that we didn't release. Yeah. yeah. And you guys were like, what? He did that? And yeah. I was like, yeah, I swear. And then I think I sent you the clip. Anyway, it's lots of fun. 
Yeah, and I, I mean, he has, like, such a great sense of humor that, and he sees the game really well. That's going to translate really well on screen. Yeah, and I, he's charismatic, but also I feel compassionate. Yeah. So, like, I feel like this this idea uh, that he's going to be interviewing former players uh, and coaches and things yeah. like that, I feel like that's a really good fit for yeah. him because, you know, he he is another player, so they will talk to him on his level but i also feel like he can get it out of them in a way that will make sense to people like us who don't play um and uh also like he will he will not push the line with them like he won't he won't go into territory that i would be uncomfortable with and be like okay you shouldn't be asking them that that's private because i think he would be very respectful coming uh to a screen near you in may 2024 that's so far away but at least the actual season is close the actual season is so close. Sadly, um, without an Oregon in the Caps games from now on. Like as in the uh, the instrument, not... The instrument, not... You know, the Caps players still have organs, trust. Um, yes, they are not missing any body parts, as far as I'm aware. Um, yeah, there was a game, a preseason game going on earlier. I have not seen if any... You know, okay, joke. Taking it too far. Um... <laughs> But yeah, apparently, uh, and, and this like came out after, apparently came out after the uh, organ player actually like sent them as availability for the season. And then suddenly they're like, oh, by the way, we're not doing this anymore this year. That upsets me. I feel like you should have told him that way ahead of time. Yeah, it's probably some and it bullshit cutting like- costs thing, but like. Yeah, and then the Caps didn't even, like, announce it themselves. The organ tw- player had to, like, announce it on Twitter and everybody was like, what? Yeah. So, Yeah. No, I think they they said, because um, I believe when people were like, uh, well, why didn't you like tell him earlier? They they were like, oh, well, we let him go because uh, we didn't, he was only playing a few, few songs a game anyway, and we didn't want to make him drive all the way in for them. And I'm like, that, that seems like a weird excuse. They did give him season tickets, though, didn't they? Yeah. But, yeah. It's, it's a shame, like. Yeah. I, I like having actual musicians at things like this, but yeah. Mm-hmm. Also, mo- a lot of a lot of teams are mostly doing, you know, DJs and goal songs, and yeah. Well, I, I think I'm most upset about the communication aspect. Yeah, that's of it. what I bugs mean, like, me. I feel like I see this way too often in hockey, where but people don't find out until like the day yeah. of, and I'm like, he should have known about this like the entire off season. Yeah. Like he shouldn't have had to give you his availability to find out. Like that's not how this should work. And it's especially, like, people who are in supporting jobs or, yeah. We've seen this done with players sometimes where they didn't know they were traded until, like, they show up to oh, practice. Oh, God, yeah. And it's, so it's, like, I can only imagine how it is to work behind the scenes. Yeah. So, yeah. That was upsetting. But they all deserve yeah. better. Um, and I'm sure that's not, I'm not singling out the Caps. I'm no. sure the Caps are not the only ones who would do that or have ever done yeah. that. It's just that they're the ones we're aware of right yeah, now. Yeah, exactly. Uh, so, uh, Shang Peng, who uh, is a reporter for the Sharks Beat, um, actually tweeted, Smoke alarm has been set off at Sharks Ice, so players and fans had to leave the ice. We're, and I mean, we all are in the lobby. And there's a little clip attached of an empty rink and, like, a bunch of people gathered together in the in the lobby. Uh, I'm, I'm watching it now. You can see players. Yeah. That's so funny. They're, like, walking around with their skate blades on. Well, like, the skate guards. Yeah. They're just, just sitting there. Just hanging out. 
It's all fine. Nice. Oh, but uh, the another thing that I saw with the sharks that I liked was uh, James Reimer and his helmet. What was that? I just... He, he like... Yeah. How do I describe this? He was like um, a picture of himself as a knight with a sword. and Like, this is not the uh, flower got traded knife through that sort of thing. But, like, full on, he's a knight on one knee. Very ceremonial. On his own helmet. I don't... I don't know what's going on there. Uh, okay, wait. Hold on. The The... I can't read what it says on the sword, but it says something on the sword. And then underneath it, he's kneeling like before a cross. It says, obstacles are things you see when you lose sight of the goal. And I'm like, Oh, good okay. lord. <laughs> it's just, and then right next to it are two like caricatures of sharks. There's like an orange and a purple one. And I'm like, okay, those are wildly different vibes, but I approve of whatever the hell is going on there. Josh 1 9, I think it says on the sword. Is that a Bible verse? Oh, is that what it is? I, I thought it said Josh 1 9, but I was like, that doesn't make oh, any Joshua sense. Oh, Joshua 1 9, I'm not then. Remotely religious. It was like Josh? Okay. Josh. So Joshua 1 9 is indeed a Bible verse. Have I not commanded thee, be strong and of a good courage, be not afraid, neither be thou dismayed, for the Lord thy God is with thee whithersoever thou goest. Oh, that's kind of nice, actually. Yeah, it's like be strong and the Lord is with you. It's 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 very yeah. It's not not as that bad as nice. I thought it was like going to be, but it's still like such a mind fuck when next to like a tiny little orange shark caricature. Yeah, well, I mean, I think he did a an interview with Sh- Shang Peng yeah. where he was on. He, he talked about his faith and not getting traded and the new mask details. But I haven't actually read yeah. that article. Personally. Um, my favorite part of the James Reimer goalie that we're into our goalie segment. Yeah. Uh, yeah. We would just transition seamlessly into our goalie segment. Um, the other part of You're James welcome. Reimer content that I loved is the picture of how we actually uh, broken his pads. Yeah. He said he was using this old school method straight from Nabokov himself uh, where he, and you can see these 45 pound weights sitting on top of his like shin pads. <laughs> which is so funny it's it's old school I'm but like, it still works makes sense apparently i mean um personally like those i mean the pads look pretty good not not like spectacular i'm kind of waiting for the epic design uh made by craig anderson's kid for his pads because he gave yes. an interview and apparently mentioned that his 11 year old designed all of his pads for the season even the ones for the like the black and red for like the buffalo goat head ish the new the one they're bringing back so i cannot wait to see those like i love it i what i love is that he said if anybody doesn't like it you can take it up with him like, are they really gonna take so it up funny, with, an, it like, with an 11 year old if you're like if you don't like my pads just talk to my 11 year old <laughs> <laughs> honestly i think all goalies should have their have kids design their pads that would be great i would i would endorse that I was kind of surprised Craig Anderson is still playing, honestly. Yeah, the man is in his 40s. Like, good for him, but I was a little surprised. I mean, he, he's been through a lot and he just keeps going, which is admirable, but I'm surprised. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But also, what I also wanted to say that I endorse is goalies with a silly sense of humor. Uh, apparently, uh, when Ilya Sorokin was asked what he'd done over the summer in training, what he'd been focusing on, what his goal was, he said, stop pucks. 
That's it. That's just. I mean, which is all you what need else to you know as a goalie. Let's be real. What else do you need? I just feel like between him and Igor Shosturkin, like New York has some sassy goalies. Two two, two different I mean, teams, but both in New York. Funny. Counts. I think there was something funny with uh, Evgeny Malkin recently, where they where like the media wanted to talk to him, and he said something like, "Oh, Sid's over there." <laughs> and and they were like, yeah, we want you. And he's like, I don't want you. It was very... Yeah, <laughs> that was so funny. Yeah. I love it when, when players are like, oh, gonna cracking stupid jokes about reporters. and Yeah. You know. Honestly, though, my favorite goalie narrative right now is Pecorine has been hired by the Nashville Predators, which means that he is reunited with UC Saros' former backup. Is he the is he the goalie coach? Um, I don't think he's officially the or goalie coach, but like, he's he's just like one of the special helpers. assistants. I like okay, I actually can't remember what he was hired to do, but anyway, yeah, we're I'm, just happy that he, he was hired. Sorry, that's just what we yeah, you know. yeah. We're like, what is he doing? Does it matter as much as that he's there? Not really. Mostly, we were just all screaming about pictures of him and UC Saros being reunited. Yes. Because, like, they're not teammates anymore, but they were, like, they were the the goalies for they the Predators for a very long time. Oh, my time. God. They were teammates. They were teammates. Going to move to media day, I guess? Yeah. I, I, I don't have a transition for this. Mm, I'm sorry. I, I was trying to see if we had some fun media day content for, for the Predators, but apparently the Predators did not make it. Yeah, no, list. I was looking, too. No. But honestly, um, well, we 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 had a, we had an oh my god they were teammates. We also had an oh my god they were roommates. Uh, the Capitals, uh, uh, babies, rookies, uh, Hendrix Lapierre and Vinny Iorio uh, are kind of an iconic duo uh, when it comes to like prospects. And uh, the Caps did a fun interview with them again. Mac was really excited to talk about this, but Mac's not here, so we we had to give it a little shout out. I know, I know she loves Lappy, though. Yeah, and, and everyone should. He's adorable. Yeah. And, and Vinny Iorio is uh, one of the uh, defenseman prospects for the, for the Caps, for those who haven't heard about them yet. Talk to Mac for five minutes so and you close. will. I wonder if those two prospects are so close that they would only fight each other <laughs> if they were ever I, I'm not sure teams. anyone is on the uh, Zach Wierenski and Dylan Larkin level. That's fair. because honestly, yeah. guys, at the Columbus Blue Jackets Media Day, um, yeah, Zach Wierenski basically said that he was only going to fight Dylan Larkin. Like he, he was asked to comment on, you know, they're adding a couple tough yeah. guys. Um, yeah, he said obviously I'm not much of a fighter unless it's Dylan Larkin, which <laughs> which is obviously a crack at the fact that he fought Dylan Larkin. Like, and they're buddies. Think... Like they've known each other forever. Yeah, they're really they're really close. They went to they were roomies in university together. I forget Michigan? where they went. Michigan was it? I want to say Michigan, Maybe, but I'm not sure. Might have been. I want to say Michigan, but I'm not totally yeah. sure. And I remember uh, there was a game where they were playing each other, and I think it was Larkin got parent got tickets for Wierenski's parents. Their families are close, and then they ended up getting into a fight in that game, which is so funny. I feel like their their families must have been so embarrassed. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I would have personally been embarrassed if I was the one who invited my friend's parents, and then I started punching him. Yeah. <laughs> I would have been like, "Sorry, invited. I invited you. I paid for you to come see me punch your son in the face. Like, great." 
I mean, what 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 else can you say about that? That was yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I can't. I got nothing. I got nothing. We just really wanted to talk about Zach Bronski and Dylan Larkin and their stupid. Fun. Yeah, but I guess on the topic of toughness. Yeah. We do have that Kaprizov is going to need to back check more because uh, Matt Zuccarello is a new dad and he is too tired. Because I don't think Kaprizov is, is known for his, his defense and back checking, so that's... Well, and I think the way he put it is, um, that Matt Zuccarello put it, is that I think he said something like, I have a kid now, I have two kids, a son, and then like pointed at Kaprizov <laughs> or whatever, and then was like, and a new daughter. Oh, God. That's good. Something like that. It was really quite funny. We had it like th- this media day. It's it's so all over the place. Um, but um, uh, some of the players were asked about like sponsorships because Jordy Ben is apparently a Leaf now. He used to be on the Wild with Kaprizov and Zuccarello, but now he's on the Leafs, which I totally forgot about until I saw a tweet mm-hmm. uh, seeing him being asked about the milk logo on the Leafs jerseys and just being like, I like milk. I'm obsessed with that because I used to grow up watching really weird commercials for like the Canadian milk commercials. They're like all really bizarre. No, like there used to, there's like multiple ones um, from the 90s or early 2000s. This is not relevant to the podcast. I'm I sorry. don't care. I want to hear about <laughs> it anyway. Um, where like they they used to play this these commercials of like this little boy running away from this pack of girls, and then it, and then he like but he like ran out of breath, and then he like was like hunched over, and then they got to him, and they all started like kissing him and stuff, and then they were like, make sure you drink your milk so you stay like strong and healthy, so you can like like and it was implied so you can run away from girls, and I was like, what is this commercial? What the hell? And there was another one where they ran after the ice cream truck, but then they also couldn't make it. And I was like, wow, that ice cream truck just seems kind of mean because he could presumably see these kids running and just kept going. I just, yeah. I'm, I'm pretty sure, like, Jordy Ben grew up on the same commercials then. Like, is that what's Probably. going on? And then still says, I like milk. That's, yeah. Yeah. I mean, scintillating. What else do you need? Yeah. It's very akin to, uh, I stop pucks. Yeah. What else do you need? Really, the basics. Well, what you what you don't need is uh, players don't need art skills. Ah, yes. Uh, proven uh, once again by many many players. We actually have three separate uh, items on our list about players not being very good at art. Starting with uh, Trevor Zegras not realizing that the Ducks logo is actually like a duck little footprint, and not yeah. being very good at drawing it. He tried. He tried. He tried. They all tried. They really, all, well, but... I don't think the Kachuk brothers tried. Oh, fair enough. They, they uh, were asked to uh, draw, like, each other. Basically, them and their brother. Oh, my gosh. And like, it was basically just stick figures. Incredible. It was... It, it does not deserve the Louvre. You practically could name a Ninja Turtle after them. <laughs> Oh god. I'm not sorry. That joke still slaps. I'm sorry it does. Yeah, thank you. I I still think it's funny. Um and I think I'm And funny. then because you are very funny. Um Aww, who's also very you. funny is Mrs. Dangle because uh Morgan Riley of the Toronto Maple Leafs was asked to draw Steve Dangle and his artistic skill is better than the Kachucks for sure. But she still like tweeted it. It's like, "Oh, it's a perfect 
it was perfect rendition, perfect rendition. Or whatever. it was so funny yep pra- practically true to life oh. w- would have been excellent no like, i don't know exactly what she said i'm not looking at it right now yeah but... that's the tone of it oh she said she said unreal accuracy <laughs> <laughs> Which, like, and there's, it's like a picture of, of Morgan Riley with the art next to Steve Dangle, who was doing a bunch of interviews at Media Day, so that's going to be hilarious content whenever that airs. And then mm-hmm. the unreal accuracy, accuracy, it's it's very good. Honestly. Just so much art. So much art. Well, and then we also have a writer, sort of, amongst the bunch in Matt Barzell. Oh, yeah, here it is. Um, When asked this question, Barzell took out his phone and began searching for a document. You know what I did? I made a list of rules that I would change. Here it is. Ideas for the game. Here's what the league needs to do. The league needs to find a way to only have two refs on the ice. The refs are in the way all the time. There needs to be a way to have the game controlled without officials being in the way. It's always happening. Like, and um, this was by Greg uh, Wyshynski. Wyshynski. And uh, somebody else on Twitter said, we need the full list. And then he said, I tried. Maybe next time. (laughs) So I would also like the full list. Yeah. But like other players were asked like the same question. And I think Matthew Kachuk and a couple others were like, let's just quit the shootouts and just do overtime until it ends. A lot of players said that, actually. And then Matt Barzell comes here with this like notes app of like a whole I love that he was ready. He was like, I'm ready ready. for this question. He's been ready for this question since he was like 13. He's like, I've been waiting for you to ask me this. Um, yeah, so we have artists, we have writers, we have judges, um, the Prospects Media Day, which there was a really separate Prospects Media Day, which is really cool, like a bunch of the young guys from different teams, and some of them know each other, uh, they all hung out, and, uh, apparently they did, a shootout attempts, uh, with judges, with, like, actual signs held up with the numbers, there was a uh, uh, Lukas Reichel, uh, Hawks prospect, uh, shot. Uh, and the shootout attempt was judged by Thomas Bordelow of the San Jose Sharks, Marco Rossi of the Minnesota Wild, and uh, Brendan Brisson of the Las Vegas Golden Knights. And it's just, you cannot see the score. Or you, you can, maybe, if you like really The last one is a 10. Really zoom in. I can't in. tell what the other two because are. Because he is a 10. No, but... <laughs> No, he's adorable. Like, he's a German baby, so naturally I'm predisposed to love him. That's how that works. Understandable. Um, But honestly, like, that idea, I want content of that. I want footage of that. I want it for the just the regular media day, too. I want them to put rivals. Like, I want Matthew Kachuk to be forced to judge Leon Dreisettel's shootout attempt. I want... Um, I think they should do that for the All-Star yes. game now. Like, what if, what if like... They just had to judge each but other. But also, I want I think that would be goalies fun. to have to do shootouts at All-Star Game. Yes, obviously. Yeah, obviously, they should have to do the, the, the breakaway challenge. Goalies on the breakaway challenge. We've said this before. We'll say it again. We'll say it again. Yeah. And you'll hear it again. <laughs> Insert Captain Holt yeah, reaction. Yeah, from Brooklyn Nine-Nine. Um, so, a lot of things happened at Media Day. Art, writing... Like, shootout attempt judges, but the one question that I still don't have an answer to is, why was Trevor Zegers in a cactus costume? I have no answer. I have no answers. Puff doesn't have an answer. No one has an answer. We just wanted to ask all of you, because we really don't know. Yeah, I I kind of like, like, unexplainable things about yeah, hockey i like that he's 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 always he's always living to surprise us yeah. i never know what he's gonna do next well 
another thing that like surprised me was um Jess, Jess actually shared this with us is that Robert Thomas of the St. Louis Blues was apparently playing chess against rapper Logic earlier this offseason. What? In like an official St. Louis chess community tournament. It was I was like, "What? What's amazing? This is really cool." Who won? Uh, yeah, see that that's what they didn't say. But yeah, the St. Louis well, Chess Club tweeted this. The people need to know. The people need to know. But Oh, but with with Trevor Zegers, wasn't he also in the background of that Crosby Flurry prank video? Like he, yes. I think he showed up. Oh my god, we forgot about the but, Crosby Flurry prank. Oh, we should talk about yeah. that. Yeah, yeah. Like I'm pretty sure Flurry uh, went and pranked Crosby, and then I think Zegers was talking to Crosby, but I don't, I don't think he showed I, up in the video. No, I I saw a video where he was like basically in the in the background, just sitting there and giggling while Flower was like rapping Crosby's gear and like duct tape and and it's like oh man that's gonna be fun or something i don't know yeah no i can see it i can he's definitely here watching yeah uh he was watching the fun trying to take the tape and honestly i cannot blame him because i if i saw mark andre fleury like going full prankster in front of me i would just sit there and watch i would not want to get involved i would not want to get in the middle of that i do not want revenge against me but i would watch the hell out of that yeah, I know. I right? want a Mark like, Andre Fleury som- prank sometimes show. Sometimes I hear about the things. Sometimes, yeah. Sometimes I think about. I hear about the things that he pulled, and I'm like, my God, the commitment. But I also I would not want to be that man's teammate. No. <laughs> but like, it was all just like so, so like juvenile. Pretty sure there was another one when he was on the Penguins, where he, where these rookies, he and some other guys took all of their furniture out of their hotel room and put it in the in the hallway, and so then they had to like put it all back. This time it was like it was that he put a glass of water under the helmet, he put something oh in the gloves. It was just like full out. Oh man! And like you could tell, like okay, so Crosby comes in and then he, he spots the duct tape thing right away, of course, because like sure, Flower hangs the jersey over it and you can't see it immediately, but like as soon as you pick up the jersey, you can see it. But like the other stuff, like you assume that like, this is the big prank, so you don't expect the other stuff. Yeah, yeah, because you're going to think, oh, well, he did that one. So then you're, you're going to stop looking. Yeah. But then there's more. But then there's more. And that's the real thing. I mean, I feel like um, wrestler, wrestler CM Punk would appreciate uh, someone making fun of a penguin or any penguin. <laughs> yeah, apparently he uh, hates the penguins. Or um, I don't want to say what he actually said because I don't want that to be like, clipped against me or something <laughs> don't use but, this um, against us we didn't say it but yeah in a, in a post, it, but he post did game essentially say um interview f the pittsburgh penguins f crosby yeah uh f malkin uh, a lot lots of f bombs yeah. lots of like i'm i'm willing to swear i just don't want to say it because i don't yeah believe that and it seems mean. but um this but he, yeah penguins are not the only ones he's ever targeted he also he's he's what's known as a heel in wrestling so he's essentially like playing a bad guy all the time although it's a little hard to tell where the line between his wrestling character is yeah and where he is as a how much is, is the persona and how much um, it is him just being yeah. a dick yeah but he also has um upset the uh isles fans because he wore a Tavares 91 jersey after Tavares went to uh after Tavares famously uh, chose to leave the island to go to Toronto. Yeah. And he wore that to, like, a match in Long Island. And, yeah. So he was he was just pissing them off. <laughs> uh, 
Yeah. It is kind of like, yeah, like I'm pretty sure it was my team I'd actually be upset, but because it's not my team, I'm like, okay, it's kind of funny that he's riling them up. It's a little funny. Angeline 19781 uh, actually took this picture of, um, uh, I think it's a restaurant in Montreal, judging by the uh, uh, the menu, because Habs Poutine is a Quebec classic. And then the Maple Leafs poutine is, in usual Leafs fashion, a cold, overpriced dish served with underperforming gravy, ice-cold fries, and a side of disappointments. I'm assuming this happened in Montreal. Let's be real. Shots fired. Oh, it's from a restaurant in Victoria, which would be on Vancouver Island. Oh, that's, that's, that's interesting. I was expecting this to yeah. be, like, Ontario, because, you know... No, apparently that is uh, in BC. So that's someone in BC is really mad at the Leafs. Yeah, apparently. That, yeah, that feels personal. Yeah. yeah. Um, well, speaking of shots fired, um, the Calgary Flames decided to fire some shots at Elliot Friedman, and try to ask him to finally use the correct abbreviation for Calgary. It has not yet always, worked. He always uses different ones. No. I think at this point he just does it out of spite. Oh, yeah, he because does. Because everybody keeps telling him to change so it. So Elliot Friedman on like, Twitter no. uh, t- consistently uses C-A-L for Calgary instead of C-G-Y. And it has occasionally gotten very confusing. It's like, Carolina did what? No, no, it's not Carolina. Wait. Yeah, no, but like there used to be a California Golden Seals, so at least we don't have them anymore. Otherwise, I'd be way more confused. That's that's actually about it for us um, right now. But what we are bringing back starting this episode is our games we're looking forward to segment. I know it's been forever. Just in general, Yessi Pulley redemption arc, revenge arc, whatever you want to say. Oh God, we should talk. Actually, we should talk about a very important piece of Yessi Pulley content. Um, him on the fitness bike, dancing along to Waka Waka. <laughs> Um, oh, I thought maybe you were going to say how he dropped the the puck for the Spruce Grove scene. I mean, that but... was adorable, but honestly, like that video of him uh, yelling, at, yelling, yell singing along and doing a little dance. I love I love how his dog, Yaffa, yeah. is just sitting there, like getting ruffled by the air from the bike fan yeah. and just looks completely nonplussed. I'm like, how often is Yessie like this? Probably all yeah. the time. And then he's like, Yaffa! It's so funny. Yeah. Yeah. I love him. I just, I, I just keep thinking much. about it whenever it's like, oh yes, yes, Pliarvi. Let's talk about this video that I've seen probably ten times. It brings me joy. He brings me joy. He br- he brings me joy too. He brings us yeah. all joy. And now yes, we have a bunch of Oilers games in which we can see him, so he can bring us even more joy. He better be on the Oilers games, otherwise I'll be upset. Yeah, we uh, we we have a, a beef if he gets traded. I will be very upset. You do not want to see Puff upset. She knows how to handle a sword. <laughs> She's not going to do anything with that sword because she has chronic fatigue. But um, <laughs> she well, and also I I believe the Oilers just signed Jake Vertanen, which I am not excited about. So no one if is. they use that signing to uh, offload Yessi, I will be even more upset. So, and nobody wants to see that. No, no one. Nobody wants to see Puff upset. It's like. Upsetting a Disney princess. Aww. So, uh, like the ones in Shrek that start singing and then the birds attack. 
I mean, that's your take on it. Okay, I don't know. I was just asking. Anyway, what are you excited for? Um, um, mostly what uh, I wanted to talk about. Like, okay, what narratives are we excited for this year? I want to see Tim Stutzla on the line with Alex Brinkett and Claude Giroux. And uh, judging by the offseason, we might actually get it. Um, by the preseason, nice. sorry. Yeah. Um, I honestly... Um, Sadly, I'm not going to any of the European games. Uh, I might be going to the Worlds again this year. And I, oh. if I'm lucky, I'll be able to drag Jess with me. So we'll see. Fingers crossed for you. Fingers crossed. Uh, and then mostly I did a, um, a list of games that have fun narratives that we can look forward to. Um, so last year, the very first game of the season, uh, Chicago and Colorado played each other, and this year they're, they're doing it again. Oh, I didn't even realize that. Uh, last year, Jack Johnson scored the first goal for Colorado. This year, oh, yeah. Jack Johnson is playing for Chicago. <laughs> I kind of, like, I want the Avs to win, I'm sorry, but like, I kind of want Jack Johnson to score again. No, I do too now. I want him to like break the internet two years in a row because no one, like all the bets and everyone was like, no one saw this coming. No, I don't even think Jack Johnson saw that coming. No, he just got a breakaway and it was fantastic. Usually your your defensive defenseman doesn't get breakaways, y'all. That's, yeah. Yeah, true. But yeah, that should be a fun uh, season opener. And then we have, in the month of October, we have two Battle of Albertas on the 15th and the 29th. Um, I personally, as an outsider, am a little less invested now that Matthew Kachuk isn't in the Battle of Alberta anymore. Because he just, like, it worked. Like, him getting under everyone's skin. Cassian isn't there anymore either. I don't really care about Evander Kane. Like, I don't like him. I'm sorry. No, I don't like him either. And, And, but, like... I mean, now that they've signed, the Flames have signed Nazem Kadri, I'm a little more interested because I feel like he'll play up the whole Battle of Alberta thing. Yeah, he'll he'll play the agitator. I'm invested, but not as invested as I was. Damn you, Matthew Kachuk. I guess I'm now invested in the Battle of Florida. The first one is Friday, October 21st. I mean, if Matthew Kachuk says, I hate Edmonton, but now I hate Tampa, I hate Tampa more now, let's see it. Yeah. Let's see it. Well, didn't he say, like, that? that's what I'm, uh, that's what I'm here for, or whatever, when they asked him about, like... I just, mm, I want to see that. Gimme. But also, um, I want to see Kachuk versus Kachuk on October 29th. The Kachukening. The sequel, threequel, whatever. The Kachukening, the Faster and Furious... <laughs> Too Kachuk, too furious. Furious with the silent T. <laughs> okay, that was a dumb joke. But like they're in the bo- in the same division now. It's it's gonna be fun. I think it's funny. Whatever. We're recording this on September twenty fifth, by the way. So it's preseason, but it's almost real real hockey season, and um, we kind of can't wait. There's so many PTOs this year. Yeah, so many. Do like do the stalls get reunited in Florida? Oh, that was funny. Um, who was it who was left out? Was it Jordan? Yeah, Jordan is the, the, the captain of the Carolina Hurricanes. So, yeah, and then Eric and Mark and I believe Jared is there working as a as an uh, AHL like coach staff. I think. 
Yeah. yeah. And so then I be- they were talking about it, and they were like, oh, do you, do you miss Jordan? They were like, nah, we don't talk to him anymore. <laughs> Perfect brother content. Yeah, so we'll see. Like, anyone from Eric Stahl to Sonny Milano to so many people on a PTO, so... Um... I didn't know Sonny Milano was on a PTO. We'll see. Will Will the Stars finally sign Jason Robertson at some point? He still hasn't been signed. Well, well, I don't know. Well, they were gonna have uh, who was it? Oh, Ben Bishop, I think, as on their on their staff, and then they couldn't because he's still technically signed with the. Yeah, they the traded Sabres. his contract to the Sabers, so now he can't work oh, the for the Sabres. Stars. Yeah. So. But either way, like because he's not they haven't signed their biggest technically goal scorer from last season. Yeah, so we'll see where how that ends up going. I guess. And then who the hell knows with what uh, the Knights are going to do with their cap space because they don't have any. They have like negative 10 million or something and they're still like, we're going to sign this guy. Yeah, but is that negative 10 million like with LTIR? Because I don't know. Uh, Robin Leonard's not going to play the entire season. Nolan Patrick is not going to play the entire season. Oh, right. They have true. the Shea Weber contract, which is like seven something million. He's mm. pretty much retired, but we can't say that. Otherwise, someone will pay a recapture penalty. Yeah. Yeah. We'll see. Well, then. Yeah, we'll see. We just... And you guys will hear our thoughts on it when we get there. Yeah, and in the meantime, you can find us online at omgtwtpod or email us, omgtheywereteammates at gmail.com, where um, we'll undoubtedly get back to you. we got a weird email that said we had like $25 credit on something and I just ignored it. I don't understand what it was. We can't have $25 credit on something. Yeah, I know. I was like, we're not signed up for anything. I don't know what this is. Spam. (laughs) I was like, this has got to be a spam email. Anyway, you can send us spam email and maybe I'll start talking about it. Yeah. Maybe if you send us a weird enough email, you'll end up on this pod. I don't know if that's a good incentive. (laughs) That's probably not a good incentive. Probably not. Sorry. But it is the way it is.